Uh, friends, um, a joy yeah, to be with you um, the, this morning. Should be some slides coming up um, yeah, in, a, in, a, in a few minutes. Um, just a little bit um, about me um, yeah, to start with. So yeah, my name's Kev. Um, I'm a born and bred South Londoner. Um, I had the privilege of um, yeah, being born in a Christian home, um, but I did not see it as a privilege. Um, my dad was a pastor, um, and in all honesty, I hated going to church. Um, and um, it was around about the age of 14, um, or yeah, 14, I remember sitting there with my mum and my dad saying, I'm not interested in this Jesus guy, he's cramping my style, I wanted nothing to do with him. And I, I, I praise the Lord for my mum and my dad. They were really, really gracious with me. Um, and they said to me, um, Kev, thank you for that. Thanks for your honesty. Um, they both came from nominally Christian homes as well. So um, they, they, they understood a little bit about where I was. And they said, there's just one requirement. While you're under our roof, you have to come to church. And I said, that's absolutely fine for two reasons. Um, my mates were there, and there were girls there. That's the only reason I went to church. Um, and so, um, fast forward, I left school at 16, um, and I started working for funeral directors. Um, and I had, um, in one sense, I look back now and see it as a privilege, but I also had the responsibility of burying friends that I grew up with. Um, and at the age of sort of 18 or 19, that makes you start to think about life in a, in a, in a, in a slightly different way. Again, at that age, the things I liked in life, I was, I was quite a simple guy. I liked two things. I liked motorbikes and I liked drinking. And those two things do not go together. Um, and I, I, I seriously thought, if I come off my bike after drinking too much one evening, what, what's going to happen to me? If, if my mum and dad are arranging my funeral, what's gonna, where, where am I going to go? Um, and it was really the fear of meeting God face to face that brought me to repentance and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I always knew what I'd, be, I, I'd, I'd been taught was, was real. It just, I just wanted to live my life um, yeah, with no relevance um, yeah, to Jesus at all. Um, but I realized that eventually I had to make a decision. Um, and of all un unlikely places, I gave my life to Christ in a nightclub in South London um, on May the 22nd, 1999. Um, fast forward um, a, a few more years, um, I left um, funeral directing, um, I left the physically dead um, for the spiritually dead um, and have worked with LCM for the last 10 years. Um, I am married to Rebecca, um, we have two children, um, Joanna and Tom, Joanna is 12 um, and Tom is 10. Um, but that's enough about me, I'm here to talk about LCM. Um, LCM... Um, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that you've had a long association with the mission over many, many years. But I can assure you it won't have been as long as LCM has been in existence. 187 years this year. Um, and there's one of my um, faithful, um, yeah, sort of, yeah, 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 fathers in, 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 in the work, um, yeah, back in, the, back in 1835, sharing the work of the Lord Jesus Christ with those that are least likely to hear it. That's LCM's DNA. We love the Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel is good news, and many, many people need to hear it. Um, and so 1835, a Scottish guy called David Naismith left Glasgow for the streets of London to found LCM so that the gospel would go out to the least reached. 187 years, London's changed a little bit. If we see a picture now, um, it's not London of 1835. Um, London is far more diverse far more populated, but friends still with a need for the gospel to go to the least reached of London. That's LCM's DNA. 
Um, we're not against, yeah, 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 gospel, um, the, the gospel going to anyone. But we have a particular focus on those that are least likely to hear the gospel. Um, and my particular role within LCM now um, is, a, is a field director for South London. So I'm overseeing um, yeah, the missionaries and their teams across the South. Um, but I have a particular focus on um, council estate ministry and ministry to the seniors in our communities. 25% of Londoners will live on council estates or social housing. 25%. So... I've never been that great with maths, but that's well over 2 million people. Well over 2 million people. And sadly, churches reaching those communities, they're just not, they're, 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 the numbers just, just don't match up. And so LCM wants to come alongside churches to equip them, to immobilise them, so they can reach out into their local estates. So where, for, so where um, I'm an elder at a church in, in Vauxhall in south, south-east London, I've got 12,000 people living in a square kilometre of Vauxhall. 12,000 people in one square kilometre that need to hear the gospel. Um, and we're really, really thankful. So we, we planted Hope Church four and a half years ago, um, LCM in partnership um, yeah, with a church planting organisation, and we've seen the gospel go out. Um, but there's more work to be done. And so part of my role within LCM is helping churches, helping my teams think about how do we reach out um, into those least reached um, estates of not just South London, but North London, East London and West London as well. Another area of focus on mine is seniors ministry. Um, The next 10 years, the biggest population increase in our churches will be over 65s. But again, it's a population that's sadly overlooked by many, many churches. I've worked for the mission for 10 years now. In those 10 years, I've been interested in two other jobs. Two other jobs in 10 years that have had any focus at all in seniors' ministry. I could take you onto websites that would tell you that you could go and be a families worker or a children's worker or an outreach worker. But ministry to the seniors, sadly, is one that is overlooked. Again, I'm thankful for, 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 for my upbringing. My mum was a matron of a nursing home um, and she used to take me around the nursing home with my sisters um, every couple of months. I absolutely hated it, absolutely hated it, just chatting to these old people that hadn't changed an awful lot in the last couple of months since I'd seen them, you know? But I'm really, really thankful for what I saw from my mum was a love for those that were older than her. Um, and that's had a knock-on effect in, in, in my family. All my sisters um, are now yeah, in, the, in, in the care um, sort of industry. One of my sisters is managing a nursing home now. Um, and yeah, so really, really thankful for that. And I'm thankful for the heart that God has given me for those that are slightly older than me. Um, so, as I said, LCM, a, a relatively old organisation, um, always had the heart to be sharing the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ with the least reached of London. Um, But recently, we've changed our... uh, I need to change these slides, because quite frankly, those pictures, those colours are awful, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? I've just just realised that now. Or can I blame your projector? I don't know. But it's probably my colours. So, um, LCM have, have, have changed their strategy over the last five years or so is that we still want to do gospel, we still want to do it to the least reached, but we want to be doing it in partnership with local churches. Because if you look at Ephesians 4, oh, now you're getting, now you're getting precious about your, your projector, aren't you, Nick? You know, so, so, I've, I've offended him now. Um, you know, so, um, 
We, um, in partnership with the local church. Look at that, magic, you know? Um, so, Gospel to the Lee Streets in partnership with the local church. Ephesians 4, for example, talks about God being giving gifts to his church so that his church are built up for works of service. And so LCM, rather than, as it were, doing the work all on their own, they want to come alongside, and we are partnering with churches to, in, what, in, in some cases, envisage those churches, that this is, the, this is a need in your local community. In other cases, to equip those members of those churches to be reaching out into their local communities and encouraging them as they do that. So... We currently, um, across London, um, have 44 church partnerships, um, and we're hoping to double that this year. Um, and what that means is, is coming alongside um, yeah, yeah, church members, church leaders, to help them see, to help, in one sense, cross those barriers, maybe into their local estates, or for other members of, uh, uh, yeah, of my teams, um, reaching out to, to, to children and youth in their communities, helping them build bridges into, into schools, for example. I've got other colleagues that, that have a focus on Islam and other religions, helping to equip churches so that they can share the gospel with people from other faiths. And what that means is that it's a multiplication um, yeah, effort, as it were. So that once LCM leaves a church that is in, envisioned and encouraged and equipped, we leave a legacy within that church to go and reach the least reached of London with the gospel, with the transforming gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, it's always a privilege to be able to come and share. I, 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 I'm not shooting off after the, after the service. If you want to know more um, yeah, about what a day-to-day -day, um, yeah, looks like for me, um, if you want more regular updates from me, do come and, come and see me. I've got a, a, a sign-up sheet where you can, yeah, you can grab one of these, you can sign up, um, and you'll get regular prayer updates from me. Um, but enough for me. I, wanna, I want you to um, hear a story um, of the work that LCM have been doing in partnership with a church in South East London. So a video should start in just a few minutes' time and you will meet a wonderful guy called Naz and Tim. I didn't believe in God at all. My heart was very cold. Body and soul changed my life. We moved into this building in Grove Park. One of my prayers was, God, I need help because when it comes to evangelism, I don't think we were good at it. So one day I just got a telephone call that um, Tim wants to speak to me. And that was how the journey began. What we were trying to establish is what are the needs of the area and how can we, as the believers in the area, meet those needs through the giftings in the church. And so we came up with Body and Soul. Body and Soul is a gym for men. And what happens is we start from teaching them and doing exercises and then going on to teaching the scriptures. And it's helping us to reach the men. We met George, who was going into the community, and obviously that's a hard thing to do, but he was faithful, he kept on doing that. Every Saturday, we go out into the community. I knocked on this door, introduced myself, and then I've just thought, hey, let me just tell him about the body and soul. And as soon as I mentioned this body and soul, this guy, Nancy, his eyes lit up. If George would have knocked on my door about six months earlier, but I probably wouldn't have answered at all. He was just depressed, I just wanted to be alone. So yeah, he knocked on my door at the right moment, the right time. 
On my first day at Body and Souls, I was really knackered. It was interesting gathering around in a circle, doing the prayers, knowing different verses and stuff that I hadn't heard about, which you can relate to your everyday life as well. It helps you, encourage you, motivates you. I've been going to Body and Soul for five months. Tim sent me a text saying, can you help me set up? I was just sort of chatting. He asked, oh, do you think you're going to go to heaven? And I was like, no. And then we did a repentance prayer. And then as soon as he touched my shoulder, I felt like this incredible amount of energy just like surged throughout my body. It, yeah, just lit a fire from there on. That's when things started to change. I'm coming to church more often. I'm being a part of what they do. I've got four Bibles now. <laughs> I'm like hungry for the word. If there wasn't people like George going out, then Naz wouldn't be here. It's a good thing to partner with LCM. So the help LCM is giving us is actually where we need help. We want to see believers flourish, we want to see churches flourish, and through that, we want to see communities flourish as well as they come and hear about Jesus. It's very important that people know about Jesus because there's a way to repent and there's a way to change and there's a way to be entered into the kingdom. Let me pray for the work of the London City Mission. Father, we thank you for the over 180 years of work that the London City Mission have done and for the amount of people that they have reached out to, Father, and saved through the founding of that, that mission in London. And Father, we, uh, we thank you for people like Naz who has responded to people knocking on his door at the right time. Those people, Father, have a heart for you and want to share your gospel with the local community, and that is what these guys are doing. And Father, we thank you for working in Naz to turn his heart around and receive your message through the work that they do. They have so much to do, Father, and as Kevin has shared, through the amount of, uh, of uh, countless, sorry, council, estates, Father, and, uh, and those who are more needy. Father, we ask that you bless the work that they do, that they continue to be a shining light in the community that they serve. And we ask that you bestow your blessing on the valuable work that they all do in your name. Amen. Amen.